Are we doing the music too and everything? Mm-hmm. Is the camera still on? I'm gonna sit here and listen. I'm gonna listen. I'm from West. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing. Dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that. Dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to I'm a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night. That's video right there. Dirt, dirt, I miss that. Dirt. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing Now nationwide, everybody knows my face They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery He sings that song we like Yeah, boy, that's me Roll like the train on my closet Them Hoosier tires glossy Them cold pirates awesome They know I came to wreck it Yet I rarely bring out a caution I hit the high side Boy, I park it for Brian Clausen Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. Um, we just had a really interesting uh, kind of rap battle there, uh, <laughs> leading in with uh, Kenny Montgomery and Dirt. Good thing uh, we ain't on Facebook. Yeah, live. no kidding. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah, hey, thank probably huge lose viewers. Huge shout out to Frontier Internet Service for the uh, quality internet that they've served me up this week. I can see why they're not a sponsor on the show. I mean, they're trying to kill us, I think. Yeah, they, obviously I've upset them. They are no longer allowing us uh, to even produce a podcast. So uh, Put one bad thing on Facebook, they cut you off. Yeah, you know? yeah they did. Yeah. <laughs> they're done. So again, uh, anyone who works at uh, Jackson County REMC or Jackson Connect, uh, patiently waiting here to try and run a business. So if you would... Uh, if you'd reach yeah. out to us, we'd love to have you. APR Studios would love to be the very first customer ever. Yeah, right here. <laughs> Crothersville, Indiana, baby. So, uh, first of all, um, let's shout out here to our sponsors. And uh, the first one is In the Fast Lane Productions. In the FastLaneProductions.com is the premier place in southern Indiana to see all of the racing action from Brownstown Speedway on Saturday nights. Go and get your premier account now, especially headed into the off season. It's a great opportunity to review all the racing action from 2018 as well as past seasons. Next one will be Schaefer Photo and Custom Tees. Yep. Oh, I don't get a pre-recorded one. Well, I didn't have you record. <laughs> oh, let's go and see uh, Mark and Jamie Schaefer there for about anything. Like I said, uh, you know they're no longer going to the racetrack since we're closed up for the. Uh, for the year, but uh, get a hold of them, and they can still do Christmas gifts and everything else for you with all that. And and they might be able to do a pre-recorded drop. Yeah, for you. yeah. I dropped the ball on you guys. Sorry. <laughs> no, I uh, I do need to get you to to do some recorded drops because uh, I've I've figured out something new. So I was testing it out tonight. I didn't tell you that. I threw you under the bus. And yeah, I appreciate that. Hey. That's what best friends are for. And he backed the bus up too. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Um, Brownstown Speedway? Yeah, Jim Price and Brownstown Speedway. Again, we're done for the season, but next year we'll be back, what, second, third week of March? Going to try to get the mm-hmm. icebreaker in, hopefully. Hopefully. I'm saying we get it in. But then if we don't, 
we'll be racing sometime in March yeah. and every Saturday after that, pretty much. So. There's a 50-50 shot getting it in. So yeah. I don't. We, I think we missed it the last three years. I think so. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah, pretty bad. And then uh, Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. And what's up next? I don't have my list tonight. Oh, my list got thrown away. Everything else is saved <laughs> over here but my list. <laughs> uh, if you don't, if you have friends like Dustin, you don't even need oh, enemies, yeah. man. Yep. <laughs> my internet's not working. I can't pull up my list on Google Docs. I got a buddy that's got a list, but he won't tell me. Oh, Billy Bad your, Fast Performance. Your, your list didn't get thrown away. I had it over All here. Right, our internet. next one's going to be Billy Bad Fast Performance. Uh, new sponsor by racers for racers. Billy Bad Fast Performance is your source for new and used racing parts and supplies. They're currently stocking Schaefer's oil products and front and rear bumpers and door bars for your late model or modified. If they don't have it, they can find it. Give them a call today at 8502-517-9393. They are also, Billy Bad Fast Performance is now an official dealer for Velocita Premium Motorsports Apparel with fire suits, gloves, shoes, and crew shirts. So they are your uh, official dealer. P3 Graphics. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's www.p3graphics.com. Do you have any more on your list? Yeah, I'm waiting for you to get uh, Tom Taylor done. <laughs> Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. He can provide you with auto, home, life, commercial, farm, and does it with a personal touch that you just can't get with other insurance companies. For any insurance needs you may have, Tommy has the capability to provide you with the right amount of coverage. Not only is he a multi-line agent that can keep all of your insurance in one place, he is also a dedicated individual who is customer service focused and always puts the customer's best interest first. His mission is to provide each and every customer with a simple process that is easy to understand and to ensure you and your family are properly covered if and when the unexpected occurs. Tommy is not just a sponsor of the podcast. He is my family's insurance agent and should be yours too. Give him a call, shoot him an email, or message him on Facebook, and he will be happy to take care of any of your insurance needs. Contact information for Tommy. You can contact him at 812-372-4483 at extension 2447. And remember to tell him that APR Podcast sent you. Whew, I am tired. <laughs> I hope he sells life insurance. Is all I'm say. <laughs> he does, and I have a policy. <laughs> 
our last one, but <laughs> certainly not the least one. Second coldest beer in Crothersville, Brad Irwin Customs. Uh, contact Brad Irwin Customs for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Give Brad a call today at 812-216-3900. I don't even know where to go after that. That may have been the best sponsor read that we've ever had. I just want the sponsors to know the ones that I read, that I care about them so much that I read them personally. I don't make some pre-recorded thing. That's dedication. That is that, dedication. That's good. <laughs> This is going to be a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, because we have no Facebook Live to hold us accountable. <laughs> I really... I don't even know. I really do want to... You can edit some of this out, right? <laughs> no. We're, we're rolling, baby. Uh, this train this train can't get stopped. So, all right. Um, <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to all of our track champions this year. Yeah, let's, let's start there, because... Um, Devin Gilpin, super late model track champion. Uh, Tyler Kane with the Indiana Pro Late Models. Matt Botnick with the Modifieds. Uh, old school Jason Heyman with the Super Stocks. Derek Clegg with the Pure Stocks. And Bill Grant with the Hornets. So that's all the uh, track champions this year. Very, very cool for all of them. Congratulations to all of them. And we had how many How many are former guests on Throttled Up? Um, Matt Boatnick and Bill Grant, the only two track champions that did not come on the show this year. So we did pretty good with that. Absolutely. And um, one thing I do want to announce before we get any farther, and it's it, this is a great night to announce it considering um, we don't have any internet here, but Throttled Up, the podcast, does have a brand new website that just yes. rolled out over the weekend. Um I had planned on having a um, kind of a kickoff here with the the episode tonight, but uh, obviously I can't do that. It has a list of all of our past episodes, who was on. You can click directly on the episode uh, number and get a direct download link of that episode audio. Um, it's got introductions to myself, Matt, and Nathan White Shoes Bowling. <laughs> um, it has our sponsor information. Um, if you are interested in visiting some of our sponsor sites, um, that is all there. And then it has some merchandising options. If you want to throw it up hat, throw it up t-shirt, koozie, stickers, any and all of the above. So watch our social media. We're going to be throwing out a coupon code, uh, here later this week for the new website. That'll get you 20% off of any of the throttled up merchandise on there. So if you're looking for a throttled up t-shirt, uh, we can take credit cards, uh, all major credit cards, PayPal, and we can ship that out to you with a 20% coupon code if you pay attention to our social media later this week. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. I actually looked, actually showed uh, showed it to Nathan there at the racetrack. What was that, uh, Saturday morning? I think so, yeah. Yeah, let him see that he made the website. Yeah, I, I really like that. That's pretty cool. Well, I, we, we had to have white shoes with us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I really, want, I really think Bronze Bobby needs to be on, too. But he, I think it's kind of funny that the all the bowlings are getting colored names. Bronze Bobby, White Shoes, you know, Nathan. So I don't yeah. know what we're going to call Ryan. I thought he was Busted Rubbers. Oh, he is. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been in his inception. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> and again, I want to thank our sponsors. Pretty chilly outside, uh, ain't it? it? It was. You know, it was. It was. A, it was a cold fun fest uh, and wet. And, and, Wait. All right. 
I was trying. I all right. I um. I do. I let's. Let's just. Ooh. <laughs> All right, I do. I do want to say this, um, and try to get us halfway back on. It's track. obvious we need Facebook anymore just mm, to hold us accountable. Yes, you yeah, know, that, that's like the babysitter. Yeah, it's it is a huge problem. Frontier the censorship. Um, <laughs> Those are frosty. Yeah. <laughs> I do want I, I do want to talk a little bit before we kind of get into the whole recap of the season and everything that went on. I do want to kind of talk about you know recap our season, um, you know because you and I kind of started this back in February March mm-hmm. um, with this crazy idea that we were going to do this and we and we're, we're trying to figure out how do we get people to come here? Yeah, how are we going to get people to Crothersville, Indiana? Yeah. Um, who could find it first? I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, the, the great thing the state's done for us is they usually stop traffic on sixty-five about twice a day, yeah. so people yeah. people true. slow down enough to notice yeah. us. But um, the the thing that gets me, you know, I always reached out to all the drivers, so I gave them the directions, and I always told them, you know, hey, it's the first place on the right, looks like a pole barn, just walk in the garage. That's what I was telling <laughs> mm-hmm. all of them. And every every night when a new guest would pull up, I'd always get the text, I think I'm here. <laughs> you know, every one of them sent me the exact same text. I thought that was funny, you know. And, and then they would all come in. They go, this is nice. Is this your house? <laughs> yeah, this is my house, too. This is like a perfect race shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of thought about that. But uh, looking back, I mean, really where we started, you know, we... We didn't know how this was going to work. We we started in March thinking we were going to mm-hmm. have the icebreaker, and then we didn't race for like I don't know three hundred ninety seven days yeah, or something. It was it was several months. It seemed like I mean it was just awful in March and April, and we still had people coming on as guests, um, you know, and we've had such a support from everybody, uh, racing community, sponsors, fans, uh, and you know, and that's why I really hate for this episode that. We weren't able to be on Facebook Live because it does mean a lot, the things that have been shouted out to us and the drivers that have taken time through the week. And like I said, and I've said on a lot of episodes, to give up Wednesday night mm-hmm. in the race shop to come here and talk for a couple hours means a lot to me. Well, I'm going to agree with you there. But then it got to the point, you know, like our last two guests, you know, they drove, you know, from Paragon down here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told them, I was like, well, I never thought about inviting you because it's middle of the week. And you had so far to drive, and it was like, we don't care. You know, that that said a whole lot to what we're doing for them, that they're like, yeah, well, if you're going to do it, we're going to come. So, you know, it's kind of like the field of dreams thing, you know. And we're going to continue to try and expand it. We're going to continue to try and get bigger and uh, do some some different things. Um, I know you and I have already started kind of spitballing some ideas for over the winter to have some meetings and try and get some things, uh, you know, yeah, bigger and covering more. Um, but again, I, I just want to say thank you to every driver that came on. Um, the drivers that, you know, and drivers and sponsors, I should say, that did things while they were here. You know, Nathan, you and Ryan jumping on with Schaefer Photo and Custom T and us and doing the Jackson 100 ticket giveaway. And, um, you know, it, Ryan gave us a, you guys gave us a free subs, a couple free subscriptions mm-hmm. we gave away at one point. Jeremy Owens gave us an entire side of his car to give away during the fair races. Yes. 
um, you know, people have really stepped up to to help us out. Schaefer's with the the photos. Yeah, the, Schaefer's with the the two photos yes. we gave away, and you know, it's just been it's been left and right, and we really appreciate it. And I hope every driver that's come on has felt like we really tried to support them and and promote them. And you know, it is you know, it's all about the drivers. That, that's why we're here. You know, is to make them put them in the limelight. Maybe a sponsor listen one night and. You know, thanks, man. Next year, I'm going to try to help them, you know, just give them exposure. I want to say, before we get into the actual racing season, um, and Nathan, you've been here enough, too, that you can uh, answer this question as well. <clears throat> Matt, what was your what was your favorite moment of Throttled Up this season? Guess what I'm going to tell you to do. Come back to me. Okay. <laughs> Nathan? Probably the episode with Rick and Dad on here. That whole that, that was just from start to finish. That was freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that one was a blast. Yeah. I mean, that one was just flat a blast. And I think that one kind of sparked our minds going for some of the stuff we want to do over the winter. Mm-hmm. With just you know, obviously we're, we're we still want to continue to promote drivers, but to give drivers a chance to just come in and let loose and, yeah. and have fun and yeah. and and you know joke and laugh and tell stories and those kind of things because that episode comes to mind the Mike Fields and Tom Allman yeah. episode just telling stories and hearing those comes to mind but I have to say personally my favorite moment was Zach Burton sitting on here he's trying to get a race car going again um and we're trying to help him you know get some people to donate and a guy uh, who I'm gonna I'm gonna give a huge shout out to again in Rob Kent, who is a guy who I don't think has ever been to a dirt track race, and he'll he'll probably tell me I, if I'm wrong, um, but I don't know that he's ever been to a dirt track race. But supports you and I watching the show yeah. and immediately texts me when we start talking about donors and says I'll give him a hundred bucks. Wow, and, I didn't know that. That's cool. Oh yeah, and then. We I, ma- yeah, Roller matched 100. Yeah. So no, he, I said 101. Yeah, so he went to 200. Wow. And so then afterwards, which he's still mad at me, I wrote a check for $401 so that he knew that Throttled Up the Podcast gave $201, and then Rob and uh, his wife, Taryn, both gave $200 or gave $200 to Zach. So that's a guy who it, he's not a dirt fan, but he and, – and he's told me several times we've he, talked. He was impressed with the, the interview that Zach he gave. Was. And he just thought, yeah. he said, this is a kid I want to help. This is a kid I like his his attitude, the way he's working, the way he's doing it. And I was sitting right here, and I got the text, and he's like, tell him I'll give him 100 bucks." Wow. And and then Rob and I are competitive, so it, it, it built a little bit for Zach. But that, that was truly my favorite moment because it showed that we were kind of branching out to even other people because what we started this to do was to promote drivers – and get new fans in yes. the seat. And and that, you know, and I know Rob told me the other day, he said, did you go to the Jackson? And I couldn't make it that that Sunday afternoon. I was sick, but. And you it, missed probably the best race of the year. I know. South Speedway. Mm-hmm. I know. And, and he even said, he goes, he was laughing at me. He said, were you really sick or were you sick because you were at the Jackson? And I, because I didn't make it to work on Monday. And I said, no, I, I really felt awful. And, and he said, I almost called you on Sunday morning to see if you'd have gone over there with me. And I said, man, if you'd have called me, it'd have been really hard for me to turn you down, even as bad as I felt. So, but that, that's probably my favorite moment. So mine has to be uh episode one, man. 
just the fact that we got her off the ground. Well, you made a dream come true. You know, before I even knew you ever thought about this, you know, I sit in your office many times, you know, last year and told you I had this idea and, you know, the radio station turned me down with it or pretty much told me I had to go sell ads if I wanted to do this. And, uh, you was a true friend that came, you know, I, I ain't never gonna forget that morning. You walked in my office and said, Hey, you still want to do this? And, you know, maybe what, 30 minutes later, I came up with the logo when we were yeah. born. So, uh, that's cool. And so I gotta say episode one is my favorite just because it, you know, a, a dream came true that night. So I haven't even told you this yet, but this is really funny. Um, because of what I do for a, a career, I had a meeting with our local radio station last week and, um, they came in just to talk to me about how they could help the school and some things like that. And at the end of the meeting, my podcast came up and what we do with my podcasts and those kind of things. And I told the story about you going to the station and wanting to do this and how this was started and those kind of things. And the uh, account manager that was speaking to me actually asked, they want to look at doing some promotions for us and helping us get promoted because we cover local things. We cover local racing. We, you know, the other one highlights local people, the married with children podcast. And I thought, you know, that's actually kind of funny and kind of come full circle that they told, you no, and now they want to help promote me, promote us and, and my shows. But I'm like, you could have had him on the radio and he would never even have been with me. And you, you let it walk. So, I hadn't even told you that yet, but that actually yeah. got brought up. So, yeah, I guess episode one was my favorite. You know, two card tables and... Uh, <laughs> we've come a long way, well, bro. Yeah, you know, we've, we're almost professional now, yeah, man. It's, so. it's semi-professional. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, what was the... Uh, was it semi-pro? Was that the Will Ferrell yes, movie? Yes, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I remind oh, yeah. us of. Um, but, no, I, I mean, it's been, it's been so much fun. And, and I'll, I'll be honest, another, I guess, favorite that I will say is is to see the way my son has reacted oh, yeah. to people. Yeah. Um, you know, having a four-year-old that, you know, and, and the drivers that have done things for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I'm going to go back to, you know, Caleb Faulkner that brought him, you know, hero cards and several drivers that yes. brought him hero cards. Justin Shaw walks in with a sponsor plaque. I mean, that he had left over and he said, I just found this and he hands it to my four-year-old and it yeah. is literally sitting on his dresser in his room like and and the funny thing is after Justin gave him that the next day I came out and it was sitting on my table out here and I said I went in and grabbed my son I said why why is this out here Alan and he said well mom said that was yours and and Callie didn't know yeah. she just thought because sometimes drivers give us things here for the studio and she thought that it and I said no he gave that to you and Alan grabbed that thing and sprinted back to his room, and I I can't even touch it now. So that to me, that's a huge thing too. Oh, yeah. The drivers, the way they've treated my kids, you know, and, and the way they've reached out has been really cool. I guess I want to give a shout out too. I guess my second favorite episode was our dream episode when we was at Eldora. Oh man, that that is true. That was one of the best because you know we really stepped out of the box and interviewed drivers that uh, that really had you know outside of you know. Joe Gotze took time for us, but, you know, he's a Brownstown guy, no matter if he does live in Arkansas. Right. He's still a Brownstown guy. But, you know, Shannon Babb talked to us and uh, John Henry. And those were guys that they didn't know us from anybody, but still took the time to sit down and talk to us. So I thought that was pretty cool and, you know, that they did give us time. Yeah, and that's something I hope we can even build on next year, you know, because 
that was kind of our first trip on the road and, and trying to do some things. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a pretty cool episode to come out, even just being able to record in the campground. Yeah. You know, we sat again around a card table and at the campground and talked as people came by and walked up to several different people and, and talked to them throughout the camp area. And that was just a, a really cool experience to be a part of. I think we need to look at, uh, almost getting the media pass where you know maybe we can sit down in the media center and actually do it right next time you'll know, schedule some drivers and stuff yeah. so i love it but i think another cool thing like i mentioned the episode with rick you know you see guys on here being themselves you know laughing cutting up a lot of fans they may not know that so oh, yeah you're and, right and you know they just know them from at the racetrack and you know most of them's all business over there they're serious and you know thinking about their cars and all that you actually see the the other side of these guys so i, I think that's pretty cool yeah and, and and you know and the their personalities right. and that's what yeah and, and you know and how and still seeing how serious they take it but i think the one thing that's probably shocked me the most is how good most of them are about laughing off the letdowns once it's happened now right. again i wouldn't walk up to them saturday night and stick a mic in their face because you can watch that on nascar every sunday and see what happens but after it's happened, they can really say, all right, you know, this is this is what happened. I can laugh about it. I can move on. Yeah. So that's been a lot of fun to see. Let's move to on the track. Favorite moment this season at Brownstown Speedway. Man, I don't know. Rick Gum getting 11 feature wins. Because I'm counting the uh, the even feature as a feature. Yeah. So, you know, he's got 11. I got two huge ones. Um, and, and You're probably going to take mine, but maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Um, I got two huge ones. Number one, doing what we were doing and getting it started. And, and we've talked about this on here, so it's not a, a hidden thing. But when you and I were walking through the pit road and, and that number five of the no way out was sitting there. Yeah. And I know I've talked about it. And I know that's goofy to a lot of people that don't understand what this sport means. But... That white and red five with Briscoe, now it's Briscoe Briscoe Race Cars or whatever it is. It used to be Briscoe Mobile Homes. Mm -hmm. That was like, and I, I know you've teased me on here, Matt, about I was like a kid in the candy store, and I was. I was giddy. I mean, I just, it was, and it was even like, even uh, even at 33 years old, I didn't want to walk up and get near it because it was like, no, that's, that. And even though Kevin's not ra racing it, it was just, it was there. Dude, I, I joked with you, but... When I pull in the gate at Brownstown every Saturday, I'm that kid. Oh, I know you are. And I, every Saturday night, when I, I mean, I, I love that joint. You know, there's I got so many memories there from five on. Yeah, I, I'm that kid too. And don't I don't mean that you you pick on me in a in a negative way. It's all in good heart because I was. I oh, will yeah. fully admit, I was that six year old kid wearing the risky brisky youth medium t-shirt and that, and those that know me since we're not on I, facebook not, live I don't, I don't believe it was a youth medium <laughs> I, i've not been a youth medium for a long long time i'll have to verify it may not be it was uh, a large <laughs> that i'm still pretty proud of um, but being that I, I was that kid again i mean oh, yeah. i was i was nervous i had butterflies mm -hmm. it's that car and like i said kevin wasn't even climbing in the car but but it was that and so that was number one. Number two, definitely the favorite moment 
was even though Mike Fields didn't make the feature, was walking down and handing the $100 bounty to Aubrey Egan um, because you know what? She flat out deserved it because she ran that race and whipped those boys. And I love Heyman. I love all those guys that run that class, but that was so cool to see Aubrey in victory lane and what it meant to her and to walk down and hand her that $100 meant the world to me. That's actually probably one. That's definitely top two is when she won because she is such a role model to the young girls at the racetrack, you know, and you know, my daughter, Lydia, especially, you know, she, Lydia idolizes Aubrey and, you know, she, she's such a good role model. And, you know, to see the the proud moment on her dad, Dave's face, when he come across the racetrack mm-hmm. and, you know, all his hard work that, that him and Aubrey do in the, in the, the garage, you know, they were paid in full that night right there when, you know, and that wasn't her first victory. You know, she won at Bloomington Speedway. So, they know what winning is, but to win there at Brownstown, you know, I thought that was that was pretty cool. And, and for go ahead. My second favorite would be uh me getting to interview Greg Walthing Johnson. That uh Yeah, that was pretty cool. You know, he was childhood hero and uh you know, he and the interview I didn't go the way I expected it to go with Greg because you know he's the wild thing. But when he got choked up and thought he was washed up and didn't think he'd ever see Victory Lane again and you know, the interview was cool. Me interviewing him was cool. So that, that has to be number two. Well, you guys have two, so I'm going to have two. My first one would probably probably be the Jackson 100 last month, the last lap pass oh, from my gosh, Bobby yes. Pierce on Jonathan Davenport. That was pretty cool. But I think my most favorite was us at, in the Fast Lane Productions being able to put up the $100 uh, – bonus for fast qualifier at the scott patman memorial yes. that brandon carr ended up getting mm-hmm. that you know we su- started this subscription deal and it, it felt really good to be able to give back to the racers and you know getting down there and handing him the money you know me and ryan getting picture taken that that meant a lot that was pretty cool and and i'll go back to i mean I, we kind of talked about with the podcast but it was so cool to be on the front stretch the night we drew the Jackson 100 mm-hmm. winners with you guys and and your dad and Mark, Mark and, and Jamie yep. and and all of us down there because all of us kind of have a unique thing we're doing but we're all working towards the same goal and all our good friends and it was so cool to to be down there on the front yeah. stretch at yep. Brownstown Speedway and handing out Jackson 100 tickets. Well, yep. if you look at it, we're all three different source but the source in that different source of being the voice of, of dirt racing you know they're the video you know we're the podcast and you know the audio and then and, and mark and jamie's just the visual you know so absolutely we, you know w- with our three organizations you know we about have it covered you know so i also want to i want to say to you um matt one of my favorite moments of the entire season and uh would also be that that first interview that you did with Chad Stapleton and when he talked about his dad and you really saw, and that's kind of what inspired us to do um, the uh, racing for donors challenge for the Jackson 100 and those things we did. But, but again, kind of like you talked about with, with wild thing, total chaos is total chaos. I mean, you expect him to crawl out of the car and act, act in a certain way. And when he got choked up, and yeah. talked about dad and what dad meant to him and and 
your interaction because I know a little bit more about your story too, and I know what that means to you. That was one of the coolest moments I've seen at the racetrack this year is that interview that you did with him. And and I appreciate every time you walk down there that how invested you are not only as an announcer but a fan. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, it, it was as important to me as it was to Chad there. And, you know, I've always been accused of uh, maybe poking the bear when I interview those guys. <laughs> you know, I try to get that extra little sound bite or, you know, make people in the stands laugh. But then, like, when the wild thing don't flip the switch or and total chaos, you know, doesn't come out, you realize, okay, we're going to take this somewhere else. And and both times I've changed my mind on that, it's, it's always paid off for the better. So, you know, I, I think – both, uh, you know, I actually kind of forgot about my interview with Chad until you said that because, you know, that was at almost at the very beginning of the season. When yeah, we, and that was you know, the one we walked yeah. away and we said, we got to do we something. We need to do something with this. Yes. And, 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 and I do want to go back and say, Chad had agreed to help us, but Chad, yeah. with his travel schedule, it just yes. couldn't work out the way we were. Chad was 100% supportive of yes. us and what we were trying to do. So, and I believe he said that night to, uh, to pay, you know, pay attention things were coming so you know he was trying to give a little promotion to that also so yeah and and i so again i i and it kind of goes back to what you said nathan is the idea of really seeing personalities right not the character total yeah. chaos is a character yeah. and i love him i don't want total chaos to go away but chad stapleton was there that night yeah. absolutely you know before i got involved with the video stuff you know i'd set in the grandstands every week and i'll admit i mean there's people that you know i wasn't a big fan of i mean that's just part of it but when you get involved and you get to see the side of them where you're talking to them and interacting you know your mind kind of changes about oh, people yeah. and i thought that was that's pretty cool you know it, don't judge a book by its cover you know that that old saying so favorite favorite interview I know we kind of talked about favorite part of the podcast, but favorite interview here at the racetrack up to you. I'll say the favorite interview at the racetrack is, is Johnson, Greg Johnson. Again, favorite interview here, man, I don't know. I liked them all. I mean, this is always Wednesday night therapy for me. I could never wait to get here. You know, that's uh and I liked them all too, and and this is personal. But the one that stands out the most to me, probably still, is is Heyman, and mm-hmm. it's and it's not because it, even the thing about Heyman and and he was at a track meet for his kids, and he showed up late. And I'm not throwing you under the bus, Bird. Um, I appreciate you still coming. We got started like ten thirty, but for me. And what some people maybe didn't know was I had been in the hospital with my wife the entire last week from Wednesday until Sunday or Monday. I don't even remember what night we did that on. And we had just had my new son on Friday and I had come home to get some things ready and we did the podcast. I'm like, let's do it. I'll be home. And my wife was totally on board for any woman that's listening that thinks that I was crazy. My wife supports a hundred percent, but it was so cool to me because I was on cloud nine. I've got a, another healthy baby boy and, and Heyman was in here and I, I have a ton of respect for Heyman. So that was one of my favorites. And that wasn't real. I mean, Heyman was a great interview. I don't want to take away from that in any way, but the whole combination of me, I'm here. I was dead dog tired, which added to the fact that we didn't start till 10 30, but it was so cool to be with him and kind of where I was at in my life too. So that's one of my probably favorites. 
I would say the favorite interview at the track. Oh gosh, that's hard to narrow down, but I'm going to go back to hall of fame night when Steve Trebu. Oh yeah. He was yeah. so surprised. He, that man was almost in tears and just to hear him. I mean, that, that that's pretty cool. I don't know if you noticed. I mean, you listen to me talking to microphone probably more than anybody because you got your earbuds right. in. But me reading his thing, I, I actually caught my voice cracking up mm-hmm. because it. You know, he's another one. I sit in the stands every Saturday night and oh, watch yeah. him race around the racetrack. Yep. So you know, he's well deserving yes, of that. Very. I also want to say this because obviously you guys had more of a connection i'm kind of the odd man that came into this whole deal in this racing family at brown sound speedway and and i and fully admit over the last couple months with my new role and job it has limited what i've been able to do at the racetrack but i want to say that one of the the coolest things for me was how accepting everybody was there that that works there and and i'll be honest one of the coolest things was when we did the uh racing for donors Getting to sit in the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea booth with your dad, Nathan. Oh, yeah. Um, that's one of the greatest experiences I've had. Like, when they said, would you maybe hang out down there with them? Like, that was so much fun. And and I, my own father's my hero, but to get to hang out with Bronze Bobby, <laughs> and uh, it was. I mean, yeah. to hear his stories, and, and constantly it was you know, something would happen. He'd go, oh, well, back in and this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is just got a passion for this sport and a wealth of knowledge that's unbelievable. I mean, I'm not just saying it because he's my dad. I mean, I love him, but he knows more about racing, you know, the history side of it than what some people will ever know. I mean, it's or he's probably forgot more about. Oh, I guarantee I mean, you that. We talk, you know, sometimes, you know, be sitting there at home and just be talking about racing or whatever from back in the 70s or 80s. So-and-so done this. I was like, oh, cool. I don't know that guy, but that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, and that that was the thing was when he got into some of the, I, I mean, I knew the major drivers, especially from here locally that he talked about. But when he get into some of the others, at first I'd be like, well, kind of, maybe. And then I just learned don't break up the flow of the story. Right. And and it, and it wasn't that I didn't care. It was just like, I'm not going to tell him I'm not really sure. I'm just like, okay, yeah, because his stories are amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and he is, uh, and, and I truly, I mean, he means a lot to me getting to meet him and know him and what he's, uh, you know, been a supporter of us. So right. I, I do want to give a huge shout out to, uh, to Bronze Bobby Bowling. The Bronze Bobby. The Bronze Bobby. <laughs> I think another one of my favorite uh, things this year was when we did the out-of-car introductions for the Bowman 50. That's mm-hmm. the first ones I've ever done the, as an announcer. And, uh, you know, I remember going down there to do that. We told them all to get out. And uh, Mark Schaefer walked up to me, and he said, I'd really kind of like to get a group photo of them. I'm like, well, let's do it. And he's like, well, we didn't get permission. I'm like, well, let's do it. Yeah. You know, so we just told them all to line up up there in Victory Lane and, uh, you know, took a picture of them and uh, – I believe Britton Gotzi was complaining that uh, it was dumb that they were all there because only one of them got to be there by the end of the night, and he didn't know why all of them had to be there then. But, uh, you know, Mark printed me off an 8x10 of it, and, uh, you know, it's a moment in time that maybe that group of drivers will never be together again, you know. Mm-hmm, so right. it's uh, 
And and I'm going to transition. This may not be a good transition, but but I think it fits with that because looking back at some of the drivers we've lost this season, and it has been a rough season, especially in the you know the sprint car world that I kind of lean towards. But I know, and I'm going to go back to a story you've told on this podcast. You know, the photo of you with Clawson in victory lane at Brownstown is something you treasure. And that's what I'm going to go back to is, and by no means um, am I wishing any bad on that group, but you never know when these guys strap in every Saturday night, Mm -hmm. you never know what's going to happen. And, and some of that stuff can be treasured, uh, you know, going forward. Right. And, And that's, I mean, it's been a, it's been a rough year for, uh, especially the sprint car world, but racing in general. And I think that's where some people don't realize what, what Mark Schaefer does for the, for the sport. You know, he's capt- capturing moments in time that we're, we're never going to capture again. I mean, you guys get it with video, mm-hmm. but, you know, then, then Mark catches those stills that, you know, you can hang on the wall and you can go back and look at because, Dustin, I mean, you know, you know, in my in my office, I have three big pictures from Brownstown Speedway. One of them is me interviewing Clawson. Mm-hmm. The other is me interviewing Greg Johnson. And then it's, you know, me and Spanky and James Essex standing together right. in a tower. You know, those are three very important things that happened there at Brownstown. So, well, and kind of going back to the photo thing, one of my favorite pictures this year that I still want to get blown up and printed is the picture of you and Ida at Eldora holding the throttled up flag for the Dream Weekend. Yes. We had just got there, just got the camper leveled. We were just getting ready to start the weekend and got that picture. And that that's one that I cherish because it was. My first dream, my second trip to Eldora. Um, and in, it was, in two weeks. Yeah. Second just, trip in two weeks. It had been there just for the Johnny Appleseed. So, um, and, and I, you know, like I said, I appreciate, you know, those opportunities that you gave to me to be able to go with you and do those things as well. So let's, uh, let's talk about surprises this year. Who was, who was kind of at Brownstown Speedway? Who was the surprise? Who, who, who did some things that, you said, wow. Tyler Neal punting Tyler Kane off a of turn four was an absolute wow moment yeah. for me. Yeah, I would probably go with that one, too. That-, that was something I never expected. I knew they was going to rough each other up. You could see that coming earlier in the night. But when the full-blown punt and Kane landed out in the lineup shoot, yeah, that was an absolute wow moment for me. I'll go with that the same. I mean, that. It was crazy. <laughs> and then I got told that it wasn't as bad as I thought because the front bumpers were aluminum. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go back to the beginning of the year. One of the wow moments for me was, there's the photo. Uh, <laughs> that was the best we looked that whole weekend. Yeah, that's a fact, man. <laughs> Probably the best you smelt, too. <laughs> oh, no, we showered. Oh, did you? Well, we, oh, paid, yeah. we paid that $12 well, for a shower. And I took every bit of hot water I could. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny, I, I'm going to tell this story. The funniest story is in the showers. Um, Separate, right? Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, we're friends, but we're not that close of friends. But, I had to. But you, you go in these stalls, and there are stalls in this the semi trailer for those that haven't been to Eldora. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the shower, and the best part is at one point, and and Matt is in the one right next yeah. to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm to I'm to Dustin's right, right. in the next little stall, mm-hmm. and, and I I look down all of a sudden, and there's like a bottle of soap underneath me, and the way it rolled back, it rolled from the stall to my left. So I'm like, all right, I'll be a good guy. So I kick it back to the left. 
it comes back. And I'm like, God, this guy's an idiot. So I kick it back over there again. So it goes on like three or four times. Finally, I just give up. We get out and we're walking out. And Matt looks at me and goes, man, I dropped my soap and I lost it in there. And I'm like, what was it? And he's like, it was a little bottle of body wash. And I go, oh, yeah, it came under my stall. I thought it was from the other guy. I've been kicking it back at this guy. So that guy probably went back to his buddies. He's like, dude, the guy next to me is some weirdo that keeps kicking soap underneath the stall to me. So that's my Eldora shower story. I uh, was very friendly with the body wash. Um, trying to share. So I only got to use a little bit of it, you know. <laughs> That's what friends are for. <laughs> but um, I got to forget where I was at with that before that. But uh, oh, the wow moments. I will say one of my wow moments is still Marty O'Neill. And I, this is going back to the beginning of the season two. But Marty O'Neill in victory lane when uh, Tyler Kane ran off turn three. And he didn't realize he had won the race. Yeah, Marty, and, Marty thought the flag got thrown wrong. Yeah, he, he he couldn't find Tyler. Yeah, and he's like, I when when you walk down there, he's still like, what happened? Because yeah. I don't know what won. That was one of my wow moments. Was just the fact of, again, as a fan, when you sit up there and you watch the whole thing, you don't think about sitting in that seat and what you can see. So, it, and it was obvious that Marty yeah. had no clue he won. I don't know if it's really a wow moment or just a moment, but. Uh, when Heyman won the uh, Patman Memorial this year, the motion, yeah. you know, I remember getting down there because, you know, he parks on the front stretch. He doesn't go to victory lane. And, uh, you know, Jason's dad, who raced in the in the Patman this year, is is pounding on the hood, you know, telling him good job. And then the, the sheer emotion that Jason had because that was a race he wanted to win because, you know, he was personal friends with Slim and, and you know, that he got that pulled off. So I, that was another moment I thought was very cool this year. I'm also going to say, and I'm going to go back to Aubrey Egan and Victory Lane, because as I walked across the track down there behind you guys, all of a sudden I had this moment of kind of like, oh my God, it's, am I going to get hit? Because this race car comes out on the turn on, on the front stretch as I'm walking across, which never happens when we're going across there. And then I realize it's Logan Mounts as Logan has pulled out of the modified uh, starting Light up, lineup. Yeah. To pull into victory lane, to climb out of the car, to congratulate Aubrey. That was a really wow and cool moment. Um, just to, to, again, it was awesome to see Aubrey and her dad, but to see Logan immediately wheel out of the starting lineup. And like and, and if Logan listens, you weren't driving erratically. I just am not used to a car coming at us. <laughs> and But it was so cool to see his emotion as well and what what he felt about her. I'm going to tell you a conversation me and Logan had that day, which I thought was odd, is you guys know I go to the pits and go around and visit everybody before the races. And uh, I was sitting there talking to Logan, and Aubrey hadn't got there yet, and Logan and his dad just got there with the modified. And I told Logan, I said, you know, Logan, if I ever got to a point where I had millions of dollars, I said, I would put some young people in a car. I said, I wouldn't drive myself. or I said, I would would put some – somebody young that could grow up through this in race cars. I said, we'd go racing. And I said, the first two people that came to mind would be you and Aubrey. I said, I just go racing with you and Aubrey and we'd race. And Logan showed me how unselfish he was and how much he loved Aubrey because he looked at me and he said, just put her in it. He said, she's got way more talent than I ever had. Wow. And for one, a guy, you know, to say that of, no, I'll just stay back and help. You know, that, that's almost what kind of guy Logan Mounts mm-hmm. was, too, that he would just soon wrench 
and let Aubrey go out and race. So, you know, I, that was a very cool conversation I had with him. Absolutely. And I do not want to take away from that because it's give all the credit to Logan. But I do want to comment that you said you would just take Logan and Aubrey and go race. But you and I have talked that I would have to be like marketing manager or something because I'm traveling too. Oh, no, you you was automatic. Okay. I just want to say me, I mean us. Okay. You know, yeah, that's <laughs> dude, I can't market or nothing, you know. I just be the dummy that drove the truck, you know. What are you talking about? Which speaking of that, let's go back. Let's go to the World 100. Um and in a huge transition, did you see Kenny Wallace's uh reply to the Tim McCready Dooley and uh trailer? Yes. Yes. What what were your thoughts? I mean, it's been proven for a long time that those big trailers don't win anything. Yeah, and, and Kenny, I thought, tried to, at first, kind of come at McCready like McCready, you know, it was kind of like he put on that show. But I did like how he wrapped it back up and said, you know, hey, I still have this. And I love what he said about Kenny Schrader, that Schrader still got some rollbacks, so he just rolls into the racetrack oh, yeah. and, and does it that way because – I know you and I talk. One of the coolest photos I've ever seen is the trophies underneath the car yeah, yeah. in the trailer. Yeah, and as but, prestigious as the World One Hundred trophy is, there are probably people that cringe at that photo, but I love it because that's the only place they had space yeah. to get it in. I'm going to show my age with this comment, but I remember a time when very few people had an enclosed trailer. Well, I know. And you know, I've talked about yeah. that though. It's how cool it was. Cause you could see those. Oh yeah. CJ Rayburn had a full blown semi way back for that was even cool. And then Paul Schaefer in the 20th car, those, when I was a kid, those were the only two enclosed trailers in the entire pits, you know, the rest of them. And I've told this a hundred times, you know, they all parked out on the front stretch to get paid. So you got to walk out on the front stretch and you could, you could touch those race cars back to you. It was so much more personal you know, and I remember going to the World 100 when the entire infield was full of open trailers with three row wheel racks. You know, nothing was covered up, you know, a tarp at nighttime. And I do want to say the one thing about the Kenny Wallace uh, response, um, which I love Kenny Wallace. I love what he when he when he comes out and comments, but that I'll agree with was when you start talking about some of the toter homes and people think, oh, that's to show off when you start talking about hotel payments. And you're talking 250, mm-hmm. you know, bucks a weekend, or even if you say 150 for a, a really rough hotel room, you start adding that up every weekend. Right. You can make a pretty good payment per month on for a six home, yeah. for, for six hundred dollars a month in hotel payments. So, I, I did think that was cool, but and I, I love that McCready won. I love that the the, the uh, victory lap that he took, everything that he did, but. I also want to give a shout out to the one G and, and Devin Gilpin, you know, local guy out of Columbus, um, racing for Jim Beam and Motorsports, and starts the pole and leads forty five of those first laps, and that is uh, that's a crazy and impressive deal, man. I I mean I we've had Devin on two times, um, and he's been a, a supporter of us with the podcast, but to see him out front and that one G running, I mean, it was cool to see him win the Johnny Appleseed, but out front, the world 100 is a whole different story. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then to turn around and still bring home six, uh, you know, in a top 10 finish. That's very impressive. And, you know, him and Jim Beeman have been turning it on all year long. You know, they just keep getting better and better. And, 
you know, I'm kind of excited for 2019 for those guys. I am too, because I think Devin, I mean, we all know that if Devin shows up in a modified at Brownstown, he's the guy to beat. And even sometimes then it's, it's almost impossible. I mean, I, and I'm not trying to build him up, but he's really tough there. In the super, though, I think throughout the year he got better mm-hmm. and better I and agree. better, and I think he's really starting to uh, kind of show his talent and hit his hit his mark. So excited as well to see what happens here. I do got to say, in. I think the one guy that supported us the most all year, because I don't think he had one victory lane interview that he didn't mention all of us. You know, us in the fast lane and Schaefer's was was Rick Gum. Yeah, he, and I'll give a huge shout every, out to him. Every interview that he always made sure. Yeah, I think he sometimes left some sponsors off the car because I know it's those kind of changed every time, but he always makes sure he got all three of our stuff out every time. Well, except for the, he only thanked these haters that one no. night. You know, that's yeah, only we right weren't now. included in the yeah. haters. No, so no, hidden magic. Don't put that on me. Yeah, if you're listening, I don't want any of that 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 hater stuff on me. Any of that hater aid. The device. The device. <laughs> Let's look ahead. <laughs> we're at uh, we're at almost an hour already. Um, which I mean, the first fifteen minutes was the train wreck of. Uh, Speaking of train wreck, we need to get him on next year. I think it'd be a train wreck, total chaos night. One night would be a pretty cool oh, evening. Yeah. Man, wow. That's, that's that may have to be a no internet <laughs> night. <laughs> And I think, you know, I, I've tossed it out to both of you guys, and I think this winter we need to do a uh, In the Throttled Up Lane where we go visit these guys. Yeah, I love that idea, and I mm-hmm. think we do as well. I think mm-hmm. we need to go and, and, and do some shop visits and see what's going on. and and um, I think we need to, you know, maybe just have Nathan set the camera up and we all three sit around and interview him, you know, mm-hmm. not where you're just behind the camera. And, you know, we right. sit down in the race shop and talk shop. I love you it. Know. Heck yeah. Let's look ahead to 2019. Obviously, we got a lot of the, from the football perspective, what we call the silly season with all the movement and shaking and changing of cars and those kind of things. And some of that stuff has been announced, but who are we looking at to be the big guys in, in 2019? Who are we excited to see come back in 2019? Justin Bowling, I'm going to be very impressed yeah. with next year because he's got a year down. You know, he rolled in, never raced anything ever, and did what he did this year. So I think he's got a year of confidence behind him now. I think he's probably going to do some studying over the winter to become more set up smart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Justin could be, you know, a, a threat right in the in the crate cars this year. I do too, and and I want to go back to something he said. And, I, and I'm not belittling him when I say this. When he made the comment, what I focused on this year is, is there fuel in the tank and air in the tires, he meant that. He oh, was yeah. he was trying yeah. to stay as yeah. standard as he could so there wasn't these huge changes in the car so he could just get one setup down. I think throughout the winter he's going to make a huge leap forward. And I, and I, I know we've said it on the podcast several times, he was really impressive in his mm-hmm. consistency and ability yes. to stay out of trouble. Well, to compete against a guy like Steve Peden for rookie of the year and, and win, 
you know, to me, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100 percent. And I want to give him a shout out. You know, we didn't announce that, that he, he is the Schaefer Photo Custom Tees Rookie of the Year in the Indiana Pro Late Models. So that that's very, very cool. And another, another one of our guests in the Modifieds, you know, the pup, Braden Watson, he's a rookie of the year in the Modifieds. Absolutely. So, yeah, he Absolutely. really impressed me this year. And I, I want to give a shout out again, going back to that, because, I mean, one of our first breaking news things was... Braden was going to be in the Modifieds. Yeah, when Lucas yeah. was here and, and Lucas made the announcement uh, that Braden was going to run the uh, 93W uh for loud and loose racing and uh again huge shout out to lucas for his support too i yeah. we didn't mention him earlier but you know one of the best things lucas provided was some really nice tumbler cups for loud and loose racing yes they get used weekly on yes. uh <laughs> throttled up throttled up the podcast they carried some coffee for me a time or two too what else do they carry because I, mine is always coffee Oh, of course, yeah. Decaf, you know. Sometimes, on these, sometimes, on the, sometimes I put tea in it. On these late episodes, I always go decaf so I can get to bed mm-hmm. right away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hidden magic. <laughs> From the words of Scotty Slideways, here we go. <laughs> Or James Essex. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh baby. I got you know since you brought up Essex, I got to tell you, Spanky to Spain ranks right up there with James Essex oh, yeah. for me. You know he's a hero. And if you guys have ever heard him get ready to call a late model feature event, I know you hear it because you film it mm-hmm. when they're rolling. Down the backstretch into turn three, and he says, they're lined up two by two, just like Noah put them on the arc. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Yep. It's showtime. Gives you goosebumps. That is the coolest yep. thing ever said yep. when they come around and take off. Yep. You know, I've never been able to think of anything cool like that, but to me, you always know Spanky's behind the mic when you hear that. Yeah. I, you know, you can be any race, and if you hear that intro, you know it's him. So Yeah, I mean... You know, like Essex, I could tell a hundred stories, but we probably wouldn't be on air anymore. But no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the mic off stories are probably the best. Yeah. You know, but, you know, James, like I was talking about dad, James knows he's forgot a lot more. I mean, he's just a walking encyclopedia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing just how much knowledge that that man has. He amazes me that he can break down all the birthdays like he does. Oh, yeah. You know, when I'm, I'll be up there announcing and, you know, it'll be a, a pure stock driver that I didn't even know James even knew about right. because James wasn't announcing at Brownstown when he's racing and James will turn around and be like, hey, you know, tomorrow's his birthday. <laughs> you know, and I just look at him like, how do you know that? Right. You know, so it's, uh, you know, I'm pretty impressed with, with him. Yeah. You know, him and him and Spanky are, oh, they're my heroes. Yeah, so I agree. Dustin isn't here, so we're going to have yeah. to keep talking. I don't know what we could talk about. Let's talk about Dustin since he's in here. Well, yeah. Let's, you know. let's talk about him for a minute. I think he's a pretty good leader. You yeah. know, he does a good job with this yeah, thing. So. I, I agree. There's another train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm a, I never even knew trains went through Crothersville anymore, but yeah. there's been like 16 go through tonight. Yeah. Just since we've been sitting here, I mean, it's, it's crazy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wonder if you can hear that. You know, when when we uh... are you breaking down train races now? Oh no, we was talking about you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to edit this and go back in here. <laughs> Um, That's what you get for leaving the room. Yeah, no doubt. Um, had to use a restroom. I had too much coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I do want to ask you this, and I and I do mean this because I know what I already have an answer because I always ask questions I have an answer to. But um, what's the dream? I want to word this the right way. What could we do with the podcast that would be your dream thing? Whether it's a certain race, it's a certain, you know, I mean, obviously we cover Brownstown. I'm not, not shouting that, but because I'll, I'll just say mine, man, maybe that'll help ask the question better. And it may not happen next year because of our work schedules, my dream is in the future with this podcast is we follow Indiana Sprint Week one year. And and we're doing episodes daily. And I know you cringed. No, I, no. no I that, already, that wasn't a cringe because I already saw I you, the late or the uh, open wheel flu. I saw it start to hit you. You were getting flushed. He, the, the temperature was coming up. Um, I, I'm a late model guy, but I have wanted to do. And I've never got to do every night Indiana Sprint Week. I've done three of them, three nights. And that's all I've ever. So. Dude, I would be on board with that. And I know we've had that conversation, but I would love to release a daily episode for Indiana Sprint Week and follow the whole thing. But I'd also love to follow the Summer Nationals with the late models at some point. That's 30 days. I know. That's a lot tougher than the seven. We'll have to retire to do the Summer Nationals. You know, I think what I would like to do is I'm all on board with that, with Indiana Sprint Week. My wife just texted me. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to interrupt, but she said too much coffee. Three question marks. Laugh out loud. Love you, honey. Um, I, I would be all about the Indiana Sprint Week, but I think since I am kind of jobless during the Jackson 100 because the all great James Essex was there, that I would like maybe for me and you to maybe get one of the uh, suites over in one and do a. Broadcast live broadcast during the Jackson 100. That's a really cool idea. I know Dirt on Dirt's in there now, and we might be stepping on their toes, but you know, and that way if, we could do our own commentary on the cautions and everything else. But even if we didn't go live and couldn't produce it, I mean, just to record an episode with us sitting there and and going through it would be yeah. really cool. I love that idea because me and you talked last year that I do the play by play, but then the cautions mean you said in discuss it, it yeah it is you are the play-by-play guy and i'm the color commentary guy that comes in and and uh that might be something we could try next year i love it i like that and if idea. it works like maybe you know go down to, to the spring and fall 50 at florence and see if they let us do that for that race and uh you know i love the big idea. races at eldora are kind of hard to touch because everybody wants to be involved with those so we might need to pick our battles to start out with but that might build us into indiana sprint week because maybe then we could start doing that our episodes would actually be calling it during the race. Yes. Too. That'd be really cool. Yep. Nathan, what do you want to do with us? I don't know. He just wants to keep his shoes clean. Oh, he, you know he proved that. That's one of my goals for next year is to get a red carpet that we could lay out. And I am going to find these because at the banquet, the third week of January, the third Saturday of January, 
Nathan Bowling is going to the Brownstown Banquet at Pewter Hall in a pair of those white floor shine shoes that you see on Christmas vacation. I don't know about though. I'll get some white shoes, but I don't know. I'm if buying I, them, brother. I, you you turn out a gift for me. Oh my god! Because I can't wait to stand up on that stage all night and just keep calling out your white shoes. <laughs> the sad thing is, Chad Stapleton won't be there this year, so I cannot get him to help uh, me with none of that. So, well, I do want to say, and I I'm probably putting the cart in front of the horse here, but I don't care. I'm gonna do it because I'll just make it happen if we have to. I am really hopeful that throttled up the podcast. I know you have special duties that night, but I plan to be there with the mobile setup so that as drivers go throughout the night, um, can come over, can talk, and you know, love to follow up with white shoes oh, yeah. um, that night um, and make sure that we've covered. What I think we need to do is make sure I find somebody to get him on the dance floor with Ooh. those no. white shoes on. No. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm this. sure Curtis Kaiser's uh, got I'm enough out. of those those adult beverages that'll help you no, out with that situation. I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. gonna tell you this. You got to be careful with getting Browns Bobby and white shoes together because they're whoo a lot of reflection yeah. there. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I'm not gonna touch that. So now yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna say that story. So the last time I was at Pewter Hall, or one of the last times, was Ryan's wedding, and it. Yeah, not good. Dancing in white shoes, huh? Well, no white shoes. Just dancing. From what I was told. When he told, left, they called him Nathan Travolta is what I heard. Woo! <laughs> From what I was told, I was out there dancing and my feet never left the floor. <laughs> that's Any just, story. That's what I so, was so told. From the ankles up, you was a boogie machine. Oh, huh? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any story that starts with. From what I, I was, was told. told. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. You know, the best nights of my life started out with that. You know, that's uh, from what I it's was never told. What I can remember is what, what they told me was it was a heck of a time. Yeah. Boys, we're at uh, an hour and five minutes. And uh, thank goodness Facebook Live wasn't with us tonight because we've had a lot of fun. But I do, I do want to end with this. And I, I want to say it to both of you. I appreciate both of you as friends. I appreciate you coming on and doing this with me. Um, Matt, I know it's a heck of a lot more of a drive than than what it is for you, Nathan. Uh, but I still appreciate you coming over. Uh, I appreciate you guys accepting me into a world that you guys were already a part of. Um, I've had a blast. Like I said, I've hated the last couple months. I've not been able to be there as much. It, it is a tough balance for me when I have as much responsibility through the week to not be at home with my kids on the weekend and my wife, um, even though she sends me sarcastic text messages. <laughs> she, um, she knows you. <laughs> she knows me really well. Um, but I, I also I want to say this um, because I pick on her a lot on both podcasts. I want to tell her thank you, um, and I'm going to get a little sappy um, because – there aren't a whole lot of women that would have said run with this. You know, we had what, I mean, when we went to the dream, I had a what four week old or something. Yeah. And my wife never balked at the idea that I was going to go spend the weekend at the dream. And because of what we were doing with this podcast. And I remember going into your office and saying, are you you sure with this? You know, I thought that I was going to go alone, you know? So, and, and it takes a great woman and she has been behind me a hundred percent. And, and I'll be the first to say anytime I've not went to a race, it's because I've made that choice. 
my wife would let me go to every race, but I've made that choice as a father and a husband because I felt that way. So I love you, Callie. Thank you for everything you do. Um, I do want to say before I, I turn it over to you guys to kind of finish up and wrap up, we're not done over the winter. We are going to start going every other week um, with maybe some bonus and some fun episodes in there in between because our Saturday nights have freed up a little more than what they were previously. Well, I think we might need to take the mobile unit Friday night just in case anybody breaks out in song, you know. Ooh, I like that idea. Um, so, because uh, I heard Nathan's coming, uh, yeah, too. Yeah, I heard Nathan's coming, heard too. White Where are we shoes. going? Uh, well, the... Thirsty Sportsman. No, I'm out. I'm um, out. I'm out. Iron White Shoes is down there tapping his foot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He already, he, well, I would say we're going to B-dubs, but he already crushed the pumpkin spice That's wings. That's the nastiest sounding thing. That I would agree with you 100%. But did you try it? I wouldn't even walk food. I think we it. almost need to have an episode where we try those. We all eat, sit down and eat some. Pumpkin spice hot yeah. wings. <laughs> with pumpkin spice beer. No. I'm out. <laughs> He's out. He, he's I'm not, not a, much fun. No, no, dull and boring. Yeah, but <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do want to say we're going to be coming back each and every, or you know, every other week, and um, we hope to have multiple drivers on. We hope to do some different things. Uh, I know that some of those people out there, and Steve Peden being one of them, said you can't leave us hanging in the winter. That's when we need you the most. But my four year old in need there, a break. my, my four year old in there will also say, "Dad, I need you every other week on a Wednesday night." So yeah, we're we're still going to be here for you. We're still going to do some things, but uh, we're going to take some time. So I want to say thank you to both of you, White Shoes, Old Man. Um, I appreciate both <laughs> of you and every. <laughs> Everything. At least it ain't all directed towards me, Nat. <laughs> yeah, but he gave us the microphone flat. Yeah, exactly. I did. I did. I know what's coming. Um, but... No, I, I just want to tell you, thank you. You know, I I came to you with, hey, I got this idea, and I got shot down, and you said, you know, months later, let's do this. And I want to give a shout out to your wife. You know, she uh, she let you invest all the money and just let some. Mooch of a friend come in every Wednesday night and sit around and, and talk into a microphone and, you know, drink your beverages and laugh a few times and leave. So, I, you know, I got to thank Callie as much as I got to do you because, you know, she she does allow me to come into your home every week. So that's that's very appreciative there. So and I want to thank every every listener we had, everybody on the show this this whole race season. I want to thank all them for for making it happen without all them. It'd be me and you sitting here talking with each other. Absolutely. I agree. hundred percent. Drivers, fans. And that's one thing I do want to say next year going into it. I want to get more fans on here. I want to get yeah. more people that just truly love racing that want to come talk. And I want to try and pair up as we schedule next year because right now it's not been a problem for us to get drivers. Like you said, they've loved to come on. I want to do some episodes where, you know, a, a diehard fan sits with that driver because oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to hear that stuff. Like yeah. I said, I'm really hopeful and, I've spoken to him a couple times that Kevin Briscoe is going to come on this winter with us. And for me, that's, that will be that episode because I'll be the little boy sitting here, like my hero and not like my hero. It is my hero. So sprint cars though, you missed Marty O'Neill's sprint car debut. I know. I talked to Joey about it the other day and, and, um, 
I never knew a sprint car wheel could turn left and right as quick as it did. <laughs> All the way around the racetrack. We've seen Marty Sunday morning before the two Enduros at Fun Fest. And he said he got out of that sprint car and he went back to his late model and he gave it a big hug. He, he, told, <laughs> he told me that in Victory Lane. Yeah. He said, I was never so yeah. happy to see my late model. Yeah, I'm going to just say this. The only disappointment I have within the Fast Lane Productions is... The fact that there's no video of Marty O'Neill getting in that sprint car, that's gold. I mean, that right there is gold. And Marty, that's not a fat joke. Marty, you are one large man. (laughs) I wouldn't mess with you, Marty. Um, and, And in case you don't know, Marty... If you he, don't listen to Married with Children, you need he, to go back and listen to it because we had your favorite bologna and ice cream on the Weird Food Challenge. Hey, you got to remember, he's a lumberjack. Oh, I I know that very well. Not messing with Marty. But I was impressed he found a way to get into a sprint car. How did the bologna and ice cream go? Well, it, it got... <laughs> I was hoping we had leftovers off that. I was wanting to try that stuff. It, you know? uh, it, was, it, it was... Different. I never had it. I didn't try that. The... Uh, the girl that actually tried bologna and ice cream, and she felt so bad because, and and it's NC, and she she works with Matt and I, and I love NC to death, but somehow she lucked out, and she got the easiest things that were on the list. And her cousin that she brought with her got the worst things that were on the list. So on the last round, I agreed. I said, hey, I'll eat pickled pig's feet because she said that was the worst thing. So I said, give it to me. I'll do it because you came and you were a guest. I, you know what I had planned, and the the fun fest wore me out too much. I, that's why I didn't come at six. Yes, you had planned on being here. I was going to try it all. I was going to do every one you had on here. That was my plan because I've never been grossed out by food, and I think I could have pulled it off and ate from one to whatever you had twenty or the whatever. The pickled pig's feet. I'm gonna be honest, really bother me. And I, have, I, I I didn't think it would. I have those in my refrigerator right now at home. I eat those because I like them. See, I thought they would taste more like pickled bologna, and they didn't. They don't. No. They're feet, that, man. That Well, but well, bologna has feet. <laughs> I had to explain that to NC on the episode. That, that's why they're called pig's feet. Actually, the pig's feet is probably a lot better than bologna. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, there's a lot more. Bologna, you know, that's feet. <laughs> yeah. so, you but, know what you put in bologna, right? Yeah. But I will say, <laughs> she... <laughs> I'll tell you the whole story off air, but she did end up she did end up spinning up the uh the Marty O'Neill special oh, man. uh the bologna and ice cream. So uh she couldn't keep it down. Uh so I just want to say thank you to everybody. Sponsors, thank you. Nathan got to say Yeah, I didn't got say the last word in, in yet. Okay, white shoes, go ahead. Well, first, I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to come do this. It's been fun. The first episode, I was nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Devil's but, cut. <clears throat> so you were only nervous for about half of the devil's cut. Yeah, then I was ready to go for the next two hours. But <laughs> but uh, quote of the year, it's that's stupid. Yeah, that's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but also, I just want to thank everybody that supports obviously brownstown speedway and in the fast lane productions um i mean definitely going to be a well-needed break this off season but uh really looking forward to getting back 2019 because uh, i think there's gonna be a few few uh, faces in different places on track next year and 
some things like that to look forward to. So. I would agree because we've already seen some big changes. Yeah. And we're not even to the the crazy point yet. Right. So, all right. Well, I, again, thank you to both of you. Thank you to our sponsors. Um, thank you to the drivers, the fans, everybody that makes this happen. I would go through all of our sponsor reads again, but it wears Matt out and he's <laughs> – 47 years old and it's rough on him so i'll just leave out with thank you to kenny montgomery um for allowing us to use his song dirt um all season long and again shout out to him you know he he messaged me back and said use it um and i appreciate that so here it is with kenny montgomery and dirt for one of the final times because we're going to look at a new theme song going forward so here is kenny montgomery and dirt dustin singing the new one oh lord Friday night. <laughs> Your next album will go aluminum. <laughs> oh, man. Camo music. Oh, yeah. I'm from that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that. Dirt, dirt. Since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll out the trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Them cold kind, we're tossing. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do him like Kyle Larson. Watch me throw them sliders. Party in victory lane, and y'all boys ain't invited. Your mama gets excited when I pull up to unload. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. We don't sit on 24s, we don't ride on spinners. I'm posted up on them 15s with platinum dirt defenders. Got kids up in my window like, hey, Mo, are you gonna win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, cause y'all know I'm about to send it on me. Dirt. Just one hot laps for the third week. Huh? Little Dave said he thinks we're in the first heat. So I go and check the board on my bike, sitting outside cold. Y'all know what it's looking like. Uh-huh. W, W, 
That's another George W. Hit him with that half a lap. Like, dang, what gear you running, dude? And where'd you get that fire suit? Man, I like that stitching. Velocity USA. Hey, just tell Brad that I sent you. I'm shining like I'm rubbered up and I'm smiling for the pics. Y'all boys be looking tacky while I stay looking slick. Four new rims, no new friends. They never know what I'm planning. And mama just gave me them eyes like, dang, maybe you looking handsome. Be praying, sing the anthem. Nobody takes a lead. We stop and show respect because we're all proud to be in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Y'all better wake up and get it. We're making America great again. Let's all go out and kick it on. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing dirt, 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 dirt. I missed that. Dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to I'm a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I missed that. Dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to it. Why don't we supposed to stay the night with them? And I said, then we can do our thing. And my plan was already to go down to Turkey. Is Callie going to be cool with this? Are you going to be playing with us? Oh, yeah. Sure. Uh-